0: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Please Watch This, a film podcast where two film living mates with gaps in the viewing history recommend films to one another so they can once and for all decide who has better taste. My name is Hugh Dempsey and I am joined by Sam
1: Blakely. Hello Sam. Hello mate. Good, happy new year, yeah, a while while later. Here we are after a bit of a delay. After a bit bit of time away, we had a
0: couple of weeks, didn't we? Yeah, we would have have been out a bit sooner but uh, somebody got COVID, didn't they, Sam? the old bloody coronavirus everyone's been t- raving about <laughs> yeah you know, you thought you'd get up with the fashion and get your own coronavirus yeah
1: i did th- i did wonder when it was going to happen we're sort of two years into this bloody pandemic. i know I'm, i've i can't believe it's b- taken me this long I've been as a, a bit, teacher
0: yeah I, I, i'm a bit the same i've been i've i was just like well i'll get it eventually but no, yeah. still haven't got it so you know fingers crossed
1: well i'll i'll, I'll drive over <laughs> <laughs> Cough on well, the door handle yeah, and then yeah, move to it. Yeah.
0: That's fine, you know, if that's mm. if you wanna look you want on waste to the petrol and come all the way to then have to drive <laughs> immediately all the way back just to the potential for me to get COVID—that's fine. I'll have a, I'll have a week off work. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. um, it was it was it was it kicked my ass for a couple of days, uh, but it uh, looks like it's it's on the way out. I think, but we'll uh, we'll see. We'll good see.
0: stuff, good stuff.
1: And it's lovely to be back with your listeners. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, listeners, this is
0: an episode. I know that Sam's been looking mm, forward to this doing for true. quite a while. I think so. We're basically we're, we're completing a trilogy of films. Uh, this today. yes, I
1: think I think the third episode of our podcast back in the summer of 19. 19, Christ, yeah, pre-COVID, yeah. twenty nineteen. We did uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, approximately what a year after that, or maybe it, more it than a, a year more. after that. We did. It was about Temple of Doom.
0: It was about a year and a half nearly wasn't it we did temple yeah of doom. something yeah. like that and then uh, so
1: you know to give the timeline absolutely loved raiders i might have given it a 10 out of 10 or a 9 you've loved like raiders that. yeah couldn't stand temple of doom it was a child. Yeah. it was a child's film but it was also a
0: very dark film as well at the same time yeah yeah it just,
1: just for me it was just like an 80s kids film um, yeah which tends to be quite dark
0: Fair enough. And then I always said to you, I said, the best two are usually Raiders and uh, The Last Crusade. And so we thought, what, how should we kick off 2022? Well, we thought we'd kick it off with a bang and we do uh, Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade.
1: Yeah, that's what we thought. Absolutely, that's what so we will see if that. We'll see if it matches. I've, I've been told that by many people. You know, this is back to, back to best, back to Raiders standard. Yeah. As is always our way. Hugh, of course, you don't know how I feel about this film. You don't. We're, we're don't very know. disciplined on this show. I don't think we've ever gone into an episode truly knowing what the other thinks of it.
0: No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. We've been good at that actually. To be fair, that's mm. impressively good. So. <laughs> Let's let's get into it. I think Sam. So just before we start, because it's been a while since we uh, we last did a podcast. How is it that you never saw Riz, uh, Sorry, you never saw the Last Crusade.
1: Uh, well, I don't really know. I genuinely don't know. I mean, it's the same reason I'd never seen Raiders or, or Temple of Doom. It just wasn't in our house. And it really as we've said many times of before, you know. Street. Uh, sorry, Go on. <laughs> you know, back in the if you're a child in the in the nineties, you you're pretty much beholden to whatever you've you've got in the house and Or what's on TV. Never, or what's on TV, yeah, and I just I think I don't know if my mum just doesn't care. Hi mum. Lovely lovely to to have I you listen. listening again, of course. Um I just I don't know if my mum just isn't a fan or what. just yeah. didn't didn't get around to watch it. There was no aversion really, I don't think. Um and then obviously since we did the podcast uh, I felt like well I have to I can't watch the Last Crusade until you told me to.
0: Yeah, I have a distinct memory of watching it on like BBC t- one or two or something in the nineties, in the mid nineties at some point. I think I saw Temple of Doom first, but I don't think I saw it all the way through. Then I think I saw The Last Crusade and then I think I saw Raiders. I I don't think I saw them in the right order, to be honest, right? (laughs) I have a distinct feeling that I either saw Temple of Doom first or I saw bits of Temple of Doom and bits of The Last Crusade
1: and What's then, the chronology? I think is Temple of Doom set before Raiders. Apparently, yeah, technically it's a prequel, technically. And then, and then Last Crusade is after Raiders. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's after Raiders, yeah. I think, yeah.
0: Yeah, because yeah, I think the first one's set in
1: 36, I think, or something right. like that. because he, he does say, Nazis, I hate these guys. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bit yeah. of a, a... I mean, the first weapons. one's
0: at least set in 32, isn't it, when the Nazis start well, being yeah. a thing, yes, or being politically have political power and journey and all that um so yeah so that's kind of my background with this film um I, I do just I do distinctly remember though seeing it on TV as a kid and loving it and it just so you've got uh,
1: you've got quite a, a long sort of love there for this this set of films it's a it's one of your um, big franchise not I franchi- say it's I one of the franchise but.
0: because there's so little of it And it's never, and they only made one more film after this, which we're never going to do on the podcast because it's awful. (laughs) Um, Even even when the new one comes out next year or whenever it is, um, it's something I enjoyed, but it wouldn't be something I'd be like buzzing about twenty four seven. Would you have a T
1: shirt or a poster Mm, of it, that sort of thing?
0: No, I was more, I was more into like Star Wars and stuff Mm. like that. Star Wars was the big one for me as a kid. It'd be, and it'd be yeah. more like TV shows like Power Rangers and stuff like that you know because they're yeah. on every week aren't they I think there was only really Star Wars that I would I remember distinctly when I was about 8 or 9 years old I think it was about 9 years old I would literally like I would watch I'd get up in the morning eat my cereal and I'd watch like Star Wars for like 20 minutes and then right. you know I'd do that every day and I'd end up watching a film I used to do oh mate I used to like I'd watch them I'd watch like I'd watch Star Wars then I'd watch the Empire Strikes Back and then I'd watch um, you know then I'd watch The Return of the Jedi and then I'd watch it in reverse order I'd watch Return of the Jedi then Empire Great. then I'd watch Star Wars and then I'd watch it out of order so I'd watch like Empire first then Star Wars then Jedi and then you know Jedi, Star Wars yeah I would just <laughs> oh look I,
1: there goes Hugh surrounded by all these friends honestly there was a, about a <laughs> six months period
0: where I just watched it constantly and I mean constantly up until yeah it was probably 96 so I would have been about 8 years old yeah
1: Um, but you didn't have that sort of affair with the the Indiana Jones films you just uh, you like them no I just
0: I appreciate them and you know again Mm. you know you can't go wrong when you've got George Lucas and Steven Spielberg you know, producing and directing quite frankly. You know, they are a film of a particular type, you know, that is obvious you know, they're maybe not for everyone because they're not, you know, they're very Sunday, Saturday matinee, sort of boys' own adventures sort of 50s kind of... um, Action, so you know, every, you know, all the punches are a bit exaggerated. The the guards can't, you know, none of the the soldiers or guards seem to be able to shoot in a straight line, you know, mm. all that sort of stuff. But um, something that's I always find good, I've always enjoyed with them, and even in Temple of Doom, there's always they've always got interesting characters in them. You know, they've always got you know good. You know, there's the the Nazis in the first one are very menacing, aren't they, and very interesting. Um, you know, the, the villain in the second one, the... Um, I can't remember the... Well, I can't remember his name, but he's a very distinctive-looking villain. You know... Very different
1: pe- to the, the
0: round-glasses Nazi man. Yeah, yeah, pulling hearts, you know, people's hearts out. Um, you've got the American... That'll get
1: you noticed, yeah.
0: Yeah. Even in this, <laughs> they're, not, they're not as accentuated, the villains, I think, Like, but you've still got... You know, you've still got Nazi... The Nazis are back! You know, I always love a good sequel. Um, the Nazis are back. You've got... Um, the villainous character of have i written his name down. No, I haven't. So that's. Oh, that's so a
1: spoiler f- alert! By the way, everybody, are you talking Walter Donovan?
0: Yes, yeah, Donovan. Mm. You know the guy who sent. I told you not to trust anyone, Indy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so you've got all that sort
1: of. You know, you've got that sort of stuff. Um, Do you want to give us a, a little synopsis for anyone who hasn't seen it or hasn't, it's been a while? It came out sure the year is. I was born, of course. So it's, it has been a while since it came out.
0: Yeah, so basically the plot is, Indy this time is looking for the Holy Grail. You know that was owned, owned by Jesus on his Last Supper. Um, he gets hired by, um, you know, somebody who even tells him, you know, to you know not to trust anyone by a character called Walter Donovan, played by Julian Glover, and he says, "We've, um, I'm going to send you to." I'm going to send you over to Italy because that's where the trail went cold with our previous... our previous expert on this matter, and it turned out that uh, the the previous expert on this matter was his father, uh, played played wonderfully, I think, by uh, Sean Connery. And, yeah, from there, hijinks ensue. Indy meets um, a German uh, scientist. Her name is Elsa Schneider, I think she was called. Yeah, Elsa Schneider. Dr. Schneider, who's this young, beautiful... German woman who you think's on indie side, but she, you know, she turns she turns heel as well. There's a lot of heel turns in this film, isn't there? Um, you know, you should have listened. Yeah, sorry. Turns heel. Turns heel. Yeah. There's a lot of you know. There's a lot of uh, yeah. There's a lot a lot of people who turn turn heel in this, isn't there? Who go bad? Um, yeah. And yes, yeah, so it's just. And then yeah, more hijinks ensue. You've got. You've got um, pl- you've got plane chases. You've got tank. You've got a fight on top of a tank. A punch up on top of a tank. You've got um, sort of, you know, I don't know how you describe it. Sort of, um, you know, when they're, try- they're trying to get to somewhere. You know, ultimately, all this is to get to a place where the Holy Grail is. And then you've got like trials that the characters have to go mm, through, and they have to booby and, traps. Booby traps. That's that's a great. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Um, and you know, it's it's very much a return to form. I feel it's not as it's a lot more light-hearted. The good the, there's a lot more sort of comedy between the two main characters. Um, between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery, really, really do uh, play off each other really well. Um, it's a shame they never made a sequel, actually, with those two. in because Sean Connery very much plays against type as well, from what he'd been cast up until that point, he very much plays sort of the the sort of the old man, sort of incompetent, you know, very highly intelligent but not very. Um, not He's very... not one
1: of going out into the field, is he? He's an academic type, uh, yeah, bookish, the bookish yeah. One.
0: yeah. Um, so, would you like some more things that I've actually written down that I like about this film? So, do it. So. Uh, I've already said, you know, it's a return to form for Indy, you've got the interplay between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery um, freaking Nazis, man
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Nazis are back as the big bad guys again, which you know, there's a little cameo by Herr Hitler himself in this, in a very funny little scene in the end where he's, <laughs> he signs the book that they're after um, thinking that he just he's just an autograph collector um, all the young Indiana Jones stuff at the beginning, I think that's, that's interesting because you'll either love that bit or you hated it I think it's one or <laughs> the other because you see how he gets the scar on his chin you see the cut sort of like the look how he get where he gets his look from the guy who's they're after this like golden cross um and um yeah the guy who's basically a grave robber is uh, dress Indy starts dressing like him later in life yeah
1: he's the he's, he's the we've got Indiana Jones at home uh guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: um yeah, <laughs> the, the fear of snakes. Of course, he gets yeah.
1: in that in that sequence. Yeah,
0: the yeah yeah you get his, yeah you get his thing. Of, um, I think I also like the record time in which he he uh, shags the leading lady in this. You know that was quite funny. You know you, I think that's quicker than a Bond film that has ended up bedding the the leading lady. I thought I mean, even I was like oh wait where did this come from this was quick. leave <laughs> even by like Indiana Jones. St-
1: Do you think he just like he missed the page in the script and just went um, then I pull her to me and we have sex <laughs> he's like yeah. shouting at her and then what was next line oh yeah fuck her <laughs> yeah and
0: it, it's interesting because after two Indiana Jones films you think how do they keep the action sort of exciting and fresh but they managed it do you know what I mean you have the plane chase you have the ta- you know the punch upon the tank That that's all like really they're the two standout sort of set pieces you've also got the bit when he you know the fight you know they've got the bit of the hijinks in the in the in the Austrian castle. That's always, That's a good. That's a good little fun bit. Um, it's just. It's just a great film. Do you know what I mean? I just think I'd. I'd be su- very surprised that if you didn't like this film, what I've. What I've written. What you might not like here is I've basically put nothing. Right. Um, that's 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 what I think. I don't think there's anything you dis
1: dislike about this film. The only thing. I is there is there any risk that this is more Temple of Doom than. Raiders or is it obviously not
0: it's it's as good or better than Raiders it's either or I can't decide and we might discuss it later I'm not sure which is better I really I like them both but for very different reasons um the only thing I said that you might not like, and this is just more of a joke, is uh, I know you personally, as a, somebody who teaches for a living, um, when a... When <laughs> he's shouting
1: out the homework? <laughs> no, Yes, the
0: shouting out the homework and <laughs> starting a topic before... Um, right at the end <laughs> just of, before like, the bell just before the right, end of the bell's the,
1: got, the bell's gone okay so the homework this week is you've got to read these chapters and do this and, blah, 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 blah. and then surely they will, nobody will have done that homework when exam. So.
0: yeah you know just poor execution I mean he's clearly you know um, not not kind of keeping up with his teaching responsibilities you know um, somewhat
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, in all seriousness do you think he's having sex with his students no he's he's, he's he's above that isn't he he is he's not he's, but not, he's, he's not gonna, he's gonna get he sort cautious. of seems to like the little the little looks he gives I'm like uh, look do I think this do adulation. I think if he was on an adventure and one of these students that wasn't
0: his student his student <laughs> at another school of archaeology was there and she was fit I think he would. <laughs> I don't think he'd have any any uh, inclination not to. But d- do I think he does? You know, though I think he shits where he eats now. <laughs> <you're> um, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just a good film. It's just a good adventure film. There's no other than sort of a little bit of. There's no real politicking in it. Other than you know, Nazis are bad guys, and that's <laughs> and that's the, the, there's no. There's, that's I think that's what makes these kind of films fun, is when the bad guys are so blatantly evil, you don't Mm. have to really give them any nuance, if that makes sense. Mm. So all your character work can actually go on... can go on your, um, you know, on your protagonists. You know, and I suppose technically... Uh, Elsa's character gets she gets some nuance you know you see her crying when she's at the book burning rally and she's yeah. very upset I mean what are the chances that she'll be walking alone in a little alcove do,
1: do you have this word in English? Um, <laughs> you have this word in the, in the 1930s in nineteen <laughs> thirties in Berlin yeah <laughs> so yeah it's interesting
0: that she was just walking alone. And then two minutes ago, she was stood next to Hitler. And now, two minutes later, she's completely on her own. And he's managed to cut collar. And, you know, he's, you know, and he's throwing his weight about. Maybe that might be a bit problematic. You know, he goes, All I have to do is squeeze. I mean, <laughs> she's a Nazi. She is a Nazi. <laughs> so
1: in his mind, she's a Nazi. We double crossed him.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um,
0: what you might not like, on, and legitimately, what you might not like, or what you might not so much like, but you might not. You might have found a bit boring, I think, more than anything was. You may have felt like it was a bit of a rehash of um Raiders of the Lost Ark, where it's Nazis again, they're back in the desert, they're looking for some biblical item. You know, I think that was one of the things I kind of liked about Temple of Dooms. Actually, it's a different sort of they're dealing with like a different mythos and mythology, you know, it's more like Indian shamanism and all that, and I find that that mm. was quite interesting. But yeah. As the audience might be able to tell, I really love this film. I really like it. I really love the humour in it. You know, I love that little. There's a great little scene between um, uh, between uh, Indy and his dad on the on the. I think they're on the Hindenburg. I think that's the joke in that bit. They're actually on the Hindenburg, (laughs) the Um, actual one, some sort of zeppelin, anyway. Yeah, they're on a zeppelin, and they're you know they're nearly out of Germany, and they're having a conversation, and. there's a great like father son sort of relationship because they're clearly two people who are very distant from each other, and that's and that and then Indy's got all this pent up sort of almost anger at his his dad's lacking lack of parenting uh, as he was a kid. But then when he gets the opportunity to say what he wants to say, he's got nothing to say. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's that that impotence that he has in that scenes really funny, uh, but also quite poignant. And I quite and I really enjoyed that sort of part of it. Um, yeah, I think it's time to go for a break, Sam, and then come back and you tell me why you liked Indiana Jones and The Last <laughs> Crusade. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. All right, then, listeners, we'll be back in probably about about 30 seconds, I think. See you in a break. Go on see you break. Hello, and welcome back to. The second part, please watch this. And this week we're doing Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, 1989's Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. As Sam mentioned, mm, mm, the it's year good he to was born. good
1: to establish that twenty minutes in. But uh, yes, I it. did think <laughs> I feel like a, yeah. So just quick timeline. So I think it was eighty one.
0: You got the red. You got Riz Lost Ark. Uh, eighty four. You get. Um, the the Temple, of Doom. the Temple of Doom, and then eighty nine. So there's actually a big, quite a big gap between Temple of Doom and uh, the Last Crusade. Um, Harrison Ford is forty seven when he made this film.
1: Would you he's believe a it? Lad, he? he's, he's a good he's, looking man? Isn't he? He's a good looking forty seven. So he must have
0: been what? He was at least forty by the time he was at least early forties by the time he was doing uh, the first indie film.
1: Well it was 8 years before wasn't it? Seriously, so was yeah, late he was th- 30s. Yeah, he was was late 30, 30, then, yeah, sorry, yeah, 39.
0: Sorry. Yeah. yeah. It's just I think have I got that right? 47. Yeah,
1: I think he is, yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he was a bit late, slightly late to acting wasn't he and uh, yeah, he's tw- uh, yeah. He's
0: there's, there's 12 years between him and um Alison Doody. No, no, there's 12 years between oh, Sean him and Connery. Sean Connery. Yeah, yeah. The famous yeah. thing of those two, he's playing his father, but actually there's yeah. a massive... So yeah, so Harrison Ford. And actually 12 years. Yes, I,
1: I, I'd always thought that was really silly, because obviously I'd never seen the film, but I knew that fact. And actually 12 years now isn't... I feel like there's been way more heinous examples of, uh, you know, father-sons, uh, you know, husband-wives that have just been... Mm. So fur- so much further apart.
0: Yeah, Alison Doody was born in sixty six, so she was she was like twenty four
1: when she made this. Right, quirky. Yeah. yeah so, so she was quite was young. Bat- bat- so he's basically closer in age to his dad than his uh, his girl. Yes. <laughs> his yes. Girlfriend. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: She looks. Actually, to be fair, she looks a bit older. Actually, I think in this film, the way they kind mm. of dress her and that, and maybe it's just mm. this sort of the fashion of the time made her look. I I always assumed she was about. 30 the character or something so when I found out she yeah. was they good, don't they, was they, they don't strike
1: you as being these two people are from different generations I don't think in so much as you go well it's an older man with a young woman but it's not like a seedy yeah age difference I don't yeah. think because he's a young handsome kind of 47 isn't he although and like I say she's a sort of old yeah old 24 in the sense of yeah
0: up. although is she older than she younger than he is older than her
1: <laughs> I mean oh she the is, age difference she is if she's 24 yeah so she's she's, she's twenty, yeah, less tw- than half his age she's not quite half his age <laughs> yeah, yeah is that yeah, what you meant? yeah that's yeah I'm have at, convoluted is, way is of she older than is she half his age <laughs> <laughs> yeah hang on hang on let's have a look 66 <laughs> Now oh, this, is, this is riveting. Yeah,
0: she's exa- he's exactly... Uh, yeah, he's, he's old enough to be her father, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but exactly.
1: he doesn't look it, does he? And I think... Well, that's really funny, actually, when he says, you're old enough to be her grandfather <laughs> rather than father, because obviously if it's, if it's his father that's sleeping with her, yeah. that should be, you're old enough to be her father, but yeah, he's yeah. old enough to be her father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you're old enough to be her grandfather. <laughs> but he doesn't, <laughs> to, to his credit, he
0: doesn't look... As old as he is in this film. No, we've seen. We've seen. And he's not. I much mean, he's not old. Worse. He's
1: just. He's like middle aged. <laughs> but then I suppose exactly. But he's not. He's not bald or grey. He's, yeah. uh, he's. You know. He could pass for for forty. I mean, how old Easy.
0: was yeah. um, Chevy Chase in uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Which wasn't. I think he's forty six or something. Yeah, and he looks yeah. that.
1: He looks like the right age. He looks like a forty six yeah. year old man. Yeah, but a handsome forty six. And uh, yeah. and in that film, as we mentioned at the time, you know his parents, the actors are twenty years apart. Yeah, and her parents, the actors are twenty years apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or no, maybe the uncle and aunt. Anyway, doesn't really matter. Let's get into the, the actual meat of the aunt and uncle. The, the aunt and uncle. Uh, yeah. yeah, the uncle's
0: twenty yeah. years younger than the the his on-screen wife she was like yeah. in her 80s and he was like his early 60s wasn't she
1: but also his parents the the,
0: the Alison
1: yeah. Ladd, I think she, her name Look, is she's 20 what, years younger,
0: basically what movies has told me is that when I'm in my 40s it's okay for me to pull a 24 year old
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely and, I, and I, I, I won't hear any different yeah. what is it half your age plus 7 so really it should be 27 at the youngest but you know that's it's, still yeah, it's yeah. 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 Anyway, she dies in the end, <laughs> yeah. so it doesn't really matter, does it? <laughs> he's not marrying her, is oh he? Oh god she does, yeah she does. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's it's bond, isn't it? Yeah. Oh no, he's got an, a, he's got this this thing with a with a character with a woman. Um what should we do? Uh, killer off <laughs> before yeah. the end, quick. <laughs> yeah,
0: she does die like a dickhead, don't she? Uh, yeah. let's be honest. anyway, Sam,
1: tell me we've
0: we've prattled on for like nearly five minutes about not this mm. film. So tell me, um what did you like about Indiana Jones on Last Crusade?
1: Uh, oh, so disappointed! No, I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I'd, sorry, I'm, I'm not, I'll give you a half a second of attention there. You had no, me there for a second. I, you know, and it is like everyone had said, it's back to Raiders. I don't, know, I don't know. I'd love to see the conversation or the thought process of, okay, Temple of Doom, these are the reasons why it was nowhere near as good as Raiders of Lost Ark. What can we do to get it back? And you're right, I suppose there is an element of, well let's just do the same formula again Um, but I didn't mind that because you actually love that stuff you know like I if it, if Salah wasn't in the film again, I'd be like, oh, that's a shame. You go to the desert and mm. uh, that Welshman, <laughs> that inexplicable Welshman isn't, isn't there. Um, culturally again, appropriated Welshman. <laughs> it's, it's already not on, is it? <laughs> in the 1980s. It was a bit like Lawrence of Arabia. I thought, oh, fair enough. It's Alec Guinness. Maybe they don't know many actors who are from that part of the world. This is the late 80s. You definitely know some actors yeah. from that part of the world. But, yeah. but, but, you know, it is great, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's this, it's classic indie stuff. So I have kind of uh, in the list of things I liked, I've had I've got a section of just bullet points of classic indie things, like the fun cartoon action. You know, he punches two guys with one swing, which was just a wonderful uh, bit of the, cartoon where, the, the bit where he shoots the gun. Is that the next one? It's in say? the in the ship when they're on the, when they're on the. Boat, oh, when the ship uh, randomly explodes <laughs> and he punches two guys with the one. Oh punch. yeah, yeah. He just do that. And it's sort of Ryan's silly and, like you say, that boy's own uh, adventure story kind of thing. And it starts really well with River Phoenix um, kind of doing that. And, and, and yeah, uh, we've talked in the past about uh, sequels, that, 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 well, prequels, I suppose, that show how a character got his leather jacket or how a character got his, his nickname or something like that. And it feels sort of shoehorned in, doesn't it? This one, I thought, was just really nice it's just funny because it was sort of it drew your attention to it but it didn't over egg the point of like looking down the camera and going and that's how I got the whip (laughs) you know you just see him grab the whip and that's it you know and and, and you obviously you you don't know that that's Indiana Jones at first as River Phoenix you assume it's the guy who looks like Indiana Jones yeah there's a real good uh, there's a good little
0: play isn't there like, yeah. like you think oh, is yeah. them? are they trying to well I mean I didn't think this at the time because I obviously knew that it was indie kind of straight away When for, even when I was a kid I think I knew but you kind of sit there going oh well maybe you know maybe this is uh, Indiana Jones you know maybe this is somebody coming across Indiana Jones doing something and it's like a yeah. dramatic way to introduce the character but I think it says at the beginning doesn't it say it's 19
1: 26 19 I think no it's
0: 19 it didn't say it's 1912 or something like that
1: I'm pretty sure it's 19. 19- oh, that would make more sense. Yeah, it's not. Anyway, it's not 1926. Um, I don't think it says that until the until you know it's indie, right? I might be wrong there. You could be right. I, I think yeah. I think that's the case. Side note from that little um, like act, his friend looks more like a cartoon pig than any human being I've ever seen. <laughs> and I'm not being mean about him just because he's fat. Honestly, his face when he's sort of like happy and excited and glistening, it's just like a, a proper. Cartoon pig. It's it's like I want to draw him. You know, okay. like one of my French pigs. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Honestly, it, I, I'll I'll find a picture. On Please. That. I mean, sorry if you're listening, actor. You know, you you really look a lot like a cartoon pig. <laughs> um, you do you do a great job with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So all all that sort. You know, and this great and the great use of silhouettes. Mm. And the sort of uh, a lot of the melodramatic blocking of this film, as well, mm. you know, Indy's kind of walking away from a character, they say something revealing, and he and the camera sort of stops on his face. It's kind of very old fashioned, melodrama- melodramatic, melodramatic uh, kind of shot, which I love it, especially when um, I did make a note of the specific one after she double crosses him, mm. there is a real melodramatic close up of his face, and it's just like. It's gorgeous because it's it's not trying to it's not trying to trick you into thinking this is reality that you're like this is a movie you're watching. Is it kind this of is, very you know, golden
0: yeah, age of cinema? So yeah, yeah, I think so. And, and I really
1: like those. Whenever I watch uh, a film from say the 1960s or before, which isn't very often, I do I do kind of lament the loss of some of the classic things of you know like the characters just got a strip of light over their eyes. Oh, the classic, you know, yeah. That, or the they use that lot
0: from black and white films, don't they?
1: Yeah, exactly. In, in It's a Wonderful Life, there's a couple of times where he kind of is, again, he's walking away from a character. They say something like, uh, oh, if you leave now, Potter uh, will, he's going to gonna destroy the building alone." And, and then it just close up on his face. And there's a lot of that great stuff, because it's, it's, again, it's a proper movie experience. Um, yeah, Harrison Ford's great. Alison Doody, I think, is fantastic in this. I don't think, I mean... I think her character is basically almost on a par with... You'll have to remind me of her name from the first one from Raiders. Oh,
0: um, oh gosh. Uh, let me have a look. Um,
1: yeah, but basically on a par with that. Think she's, on, the, the, yeah. she's, got, she's not annoying, is she? If that is makes it Marion? Marion, that's the name. It isn't sounds it, like it could be... I think it's Marion. Yeah, so it's, like, Kate Capshaw is incredibly annoying in Temple of Doom, both the character and I think her performance as well, whereas Alice Duty Doody is just... Her intelligence absolutely shines through, mm. and she's obviously stunningly beautiful. But she's, she's got so much ridiculously
0: good looking, do.
1: yeah, uh, and she's got so much to do because she's got to have this sort of like, like, yeah, playful you were flirting right. at the start. Karen st- Allen, Marion It's Marion. Karen Allen, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Um, she, when when she meets uh, Indy, she's got this kind of like playful flirting, keeping up at arm's length without, but without. Being too cold towards him, thing going on, and then they've got to have this relationship, and then she's got to double cross him and immediately like change something in her, in her face and her manner. Mm. But then you've got to come back to liking her, so she can't go she can't go full heel slash full heal. <laughs> she oh, she's can, doing so much she can only go, so zig, can she only go zig for you no yeah she's got a zig and zag she can zig she's got a zig and Guten Tag, back. <laughs> <laughs> I ran out of Nazi stuff. Um, no, I think she's wonderful in this. Uh, you know, Harrison Ford's great, and there are lots of great things. And you're right about the father-son dynamic, you know, him him and Sean Connery. And it's the best is part of the film. Especially because he's this, like, buccaneering, cowboy, James Bond uh, meets Han Solo kind mm. of character. Um, so that for him to... Always be saying, "Dad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't call me that." Oh, Dad, you know that sort of like. Do you like the,
0: Did you like the fact that Sean Connery was cast against type? Because he's very yes, he's almost yeah. incompetent in his in his like actions. But obviously, his brain is sharp. Obviously, but his yeah. you know, his his actual ability
1: to do things is is pretty lacking, <laughs> isn't it? He's a bit fiddly, and he's not so bumbling that you go uh, that you sort of pity him. But mm. he is not cut out for he says you call this archaeology uh which which was a great line yeah um, yeah no i do although to be fair i don't really i haven't seen many sean connery films so i don't have this fixed schema of what he is you know um but certainly it's it's against that but he is a mountain of a man and uh he do, he, but they do a good job to make him look quite bookish um, but yeah they're dynamic and I'll get into it in favourite scenes later that, about the yeah, dynamic yeah, yeah. I mean um, he's like I suppose
0: one thing you'd say about maybe this film with him it, like obviously in this film he comes across as quite you know his, his character's intelligent and I think from the things I've heard about Sean Connery he wasn't maybe the smartest probably not no, he no. wasn't the oh, brightest smartest. yeah you know, he wasn't the brightest bulb in the room sometimes and um, mm and you know he didn't do famously he didn't take the part of Gandalf because he didn't understand it
1: oh yes. Is the f- yeah and, no, and no. I
0: think now watching watching this I could have seen him I was like obviously not, you know take nothing away from Ian McKellen or whatever but now after watching this again for, for the you know I can see perhaps like oh yeah maybe he could have done Gandalf and he could have mm. added that gravitas and you know maybe if he, maybe if he didn't completely understand the material he could have Sold it, do you know what I mean? Because he can play, yeah. a, a you know, a smart character. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I don't think he would have been a patch on Ian McKellen. But you're right; this film is a good audition to show that. I mean, certainly just the voice alone, mm. and that is such a big part of Gandalf and Ian McKellen's Gandalf. Mm. Um, wonderful voice, just so. Oh, uh, I think he yeah, could have. I think like he could it. have
0: done it. It'd just been a different interpretation. Yeah. I'm nothing against Ian McKellen. I think, he, obviously, he was wonderful. I couldn't imagine. Now that Ian McKellen's done it, I wouldn't want anyone else to do it, if that makes sense. No, no, no. But, no. This... but Sean Connery wouldn't have been a disaster. No, I think he would have been very... He would have been just... I think he would have been as good as Ian McKellen,
1: yeah. pers- personally. There's some some parallel universe out there that uh, where he is, and I'd, I'd like to see I mean, it. I like to think um, there's a
0: parallel universe out there where... Where um, you were Gandalf. Um,
1: <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey was Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Frodo, you've got to take the ring to Mordor. <laughs> the s-
1: Frodo is played by... Bob, T- what's his name? <laughs> Bob, T- no, Bobcat, Goldthwaite. Bobcat Goldthwaite, is that his no, name? No, the guy no, the from the police academy who's got account. a really screechy voice. No, I can't just those remember. two playing off against each other. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Um, yeah. yeah, so, you know, I love this film for, for all the reasons that I loved Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, he's not a superhero. He's just this, like, guts and bluster and uh, ingenuity kind of character. and And that he kind of... Um, he's constantly convincing you of his capabilities. He's constantly been put in these tight scenarios and you think, well, he's, he can't get out of this. And he does, you know, and it's and it's not just being the strongest in the room or the fastest in the room. It's the smart smart one, the charming one, the quick-witted. Um, and it's, it's easy to love a character that gets out of a situation with their wits and their courage, isn't it? Rather mm. than just uh, shoot a sky beam at them or something like that. Doesn't
0: he get out of one of the situations by getting mad at his dad and then Stealing a gun
1: and then just shooting people, yeah, just yeah, murdering yeah, people, yeah. 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 <laughs> <When> <laughs> that was <laughs> almost was became fun. like a well. The the com- <laughs> the argument they're having is that is his his, moment, his most uh, important focus is like oh just just shoot these fuckers so he can carry on this argument, which mm. I thought was a, mm. a great moment of anger from him. I don't think he was actually using the argument as a distraction. I think genuinely he was he was distracted by the argument and just shot <laughs> them to <laughs> to get out of the way. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, some of the, some of the ways in his ingenuity and you know things like on the. On the the on the zeppelin, I know they called it the, the Led Zeppelin. On the zeppelin to get out of that situation again, they're sort of stuck. The 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 one where they have to go into the air pocket. Now that was something I didn't really like. I think was, you know, there was some there was some some parts in this film that are so fantastical uh, for which I love it, but also led me to think this is why they were emboldened to nuke the fridge. In the next (laughs) film, because because that's not much less believable than the air pocket thing. Because that it's on fire around them, (laughs) like the air pocket is going to do very little to stop to stop this, and certainly the they wouldn't. I haven't I had not really thought about it actually. (laughs) Like obviously the one in the
0: the fridge is just I I, the fridge one. I'm on like an arc where I immediately hated it. My hate yeah. came for a long time. Then I just... Accept, it was like, you know, like stages of grief almost. Yeah. Like I didn't believe it at first. You know, yeah. then there was some bargaining. <laughs> then there was some irrational
1: sobbing. <laughs> um, I don't know what the seven stages of grief are. But Are you, uh, are you in acceptance now? Or are you still in I'm, are you bargaining? No, because no, yeah. it's been
0: like, what... 14 years. Yes, yeah, it's been a long time. Um, Where I'm almost like... Just, just go with it, you know. Just it's it's yeah. the,
1: accept it for the silliness as it, that that's it is. that's definitely the yeah. acceptance stage. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. this film is because this film is a silly in in all kinds. Yeah, of Yeah, he shoots these, like three men with out. one bullet at one point. Didn't yeah, you? <laughs> <laughs> those those <laughs> weapons they were not that powerful, but that was that was like proper like silly silly stuff. But it's, it is that that's the kind of old fashioned adventure stories, isn't mm. it? That fantastical element, yeah. and you know, it is kind of supernatural, but uh, a lot of it, but. Yeah. yeah, so that was the kind of like you're playing with fire, literally playing with fire when you kind of get somebody out of a scenario in a way that is just impossible, as opposed to being so unlikely or mm. a one in a million mm. shot or, or whatever. Uh, it just kind of go, oh, uh, they're quite, they're kind of stretching physics here. Sam, was there anything about this film you didn't like? There were very few things you I didn't come like. Again, sorry? To, to the extent that. There were very few things that I didn't like yeah. in this film, very few, um, to the you know, to the point where um, when I was making my notes for it, I forgot that I'm supposed to write a didn't-like section, which is what <laughs> really? happens whenever I watch a film that I really love. Right, that's um, good, isn't it? So yeah, the credulity stretching, uh, I, I love those things, but they also just they ring a little like moment in my mind, but particularly the air pocket when I was kind of like, he didn't even show us his route out of there either. No, he just goes, I found uh, an exit i found an exit uh i found an exit this will take us (laughs) (laughs) you know back up to the streets Uh, because i was thinking well then wouldn't that be an easy way to get into i mean rather than going through the x marks of (laughs) spot yeah i mean when it
0: comes to credulity did um the the air pocket i never really thought about it It just i just just i just took it on face value yeah it's great (laughs) to stop save yourself from a fire i guess for a few seconds um the one the one bit of credulity that I had watching it this time and I think obviously I didn't have it the first time I watched it as a kid, but you know, obviously watching it over the years, it's when they get when he gets to the Grail Knight and the Grail Knight's there. And he's like, "Oh, hello," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he's like, "He's meant to have been like what the twelfth or thirteenth century or something." And he speaks <laughs> back British English, you know. And he's like, "What?" <laughs> that really took me out of it, actually. This time, um, I must admit,
1: did that annoy you how at all? Would, how would the, no, not at all. Because I think the way I so the air saw pocket was, annoyed you, but the guy who had been al- alive oh, for well, eight hundred years historical, uh, buff, uh, you spoke you know, perfect English. English. The... Just you're fine with it. <laughs> I think for me, what I, I it genuinely didn't chime with me at all and I think in, 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 on reflection I think it's just trying to capture what kind of person he is by our knowledge if that makes sense you know so he is of a background that we would now recognise as that I mean I've got how, I don't know how those people would speak uh, I can't remember what year did they say when did they
0: say the brothers were from Oh, was it... Uh, was it 12th, 13th? Yeah, anything, basically anything before, like, 1500 and you, the speaking... is a bit more German and a bit more it's Latin. Middle, and, it's Middle English, yeah.
1: Middle English. It's yeah, a so bit I, chaucer. For me, I thought, chaucer. but the image he portrayed was was uh, kind of meaningful, if that makes sense. Yeah. To, to modern I think tea. maybe just
0: like, if he was speaking French or with a French accent, English with a French accent, yeah. I could have bought that, I think. Yeah. No, but sense. I
1: think I just saw him as just like, well, this is just a posh, aristocratic English knight. Yeah. I think is how yeah. I saw it. And, and didn't really question that did because, you, yeah. It did you feel
0: like... So the only criticism I really saw in this film, did you feel like it was a rehash of Raiders just with a different biblical
1: MacGuffin or... Is it- uh, no, I, I think I think if if if, there's, if you're going to read a review later that that says that the problem with it is that I, I don't buy that because it didn't feel like that. It- um, in in the same way that like you know Home Alone two rehashes so many things but just turns them up but you don't watch it going oh this is just a cash in of the last one you can yeah. watch it going I loved when you did that the last time and I love what you've done with them this time yeah you've oh, taken I love what you've done with these with these yeah. things yeah, yeah. and <laughs> the fact that this, this guy is an archaeologist the chances of him going out into the desert again you know mm. yeah I think he, he's weirdly sceptical as a person given how much actual magic mystical <laughs> magic he's <laughs> like oh I just confirmed that the Christian god is real <laughs> uh, and, and the Jewish oh, God. that's true. But I'm not going to change my life. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and the some sort of uh, voodoo god guy. Yeah. Uh, you know from Temple of Doom. But yeah. but he's quite like stones can literally uh, burn. What, what and you? What and you believe in the Holy Grail? Do you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> didn't you just find the Ark of the fucking Covenant uh, no. <laughs> a couple of you, years ago? I
0: mean, didn't you shut your eyes and hear a load of Nazis <laughs> die horrible deaths? And yeah. Maybe he's got an amnesia it, or something. You know, like maybe, maybe he's got yeah, like. The Ark did it too. Maybe it cuts out after. You know, like some people have, like amnesia where their mind the memory resets after like a couple of hours maybe he just has go.
1: he's got 50, 50 first dates syndrome yeah except it's like
0: go. it cuts out after a couple of years yeah <laughs> he's he gets 2nd 51st day syndrome yeah, he gets like 2 years and then you know that's why he hasn't seen his dad
1: in all these years yeah <laughs> he was paying a visit yeah um, uh, the other thing the other problem i had was i saw quite a big twist coming if a character one? says don't trust anyone oh yeah they're the character you're not supposed to trust. Ever since watching Game of Thrones, I think, and uh, Littlefinger, um, th- he's like, Ugh, didn't I say you shouldn't trust me? Or, or you know, whatever. Uh, then I immediately knew, oh, Walter Donovan's a bad guy. Um, <sighs> that was slightly the thing, but uh, but it didn't ruin anything for me. That, it, but that uh, to modern eyes was a bit um, a bit obvious. Okay, okay. Although although when I watched it again it's just said by the way you know remember don't trust anyone it wasn't like a close up on his face yeah, and he's like yeah. don't trust anyone In the, you know it was it was kind of it wasn't sort of I, I immediately went oh that you've just you've just watched guy, far too you've just watched far too
0: many movies so it's clear that this guy's going to turn but it, it wasn't yeah. like Dramatic pause and strange no. <laughs> t- t- intonation in his voice. It was, it was like, well, this guy's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Don't I buy thought. his bullshit, Indy. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, in the terms of the criticism the the only thing I, I didn't, the only thing I didn't like about this film, like one thing I noticed was, you know, when he's like X marks the spot, and then the yeah. big X is on the floor. Did you notice that the X disappeared? What do you mean? oh when when they were actually like digging into yeah it's a big like continuity era the X is there isn't there when he starts bashing the floor
1: in oh interesting well I didn't see but I think um, I got this sense that it was hard to see the X from being on top of it no. He was like he kind of noticed it and then went further up to see it, but no, ah, fair enough. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I honestly like continuity errors are in last place for things that bug me about yeah, films. Yeah, maybe plot holes a little bit or like stupidity, but yeah, it, I'm fine with it, that. I don't it, care. It's one of those. So he, he was he was carrying it in his left hand, then it cut away, and he was he was carrying his right. Hand oh yeah, I, I never noticed stuff like that.
0: Oh, but okay. this one, yeah. I I think I knew about it, but I remember and I have seen it before on like you know like continuity errors like top 10 whatever videos on like what culture or something but Mm. um, this one I just noticed it and I knew I'd seen it but yeah I didn't I was not watching it when I was watching it I was just looking at the floor to see if you could
1: still see the X for some reason. I was like, where's it gone? (laughs) Well, I think we've talked about this on a previous episode, but it could have been years ago. Um, It might have even been Harrison Ford. Wasn't it somebody who said they'd just done some stunt or something like that, and then uh, the continuity person said, oh, I just realised you're wearing... your, Your hair's a bit different or your tie or something. And he says, well, if they're focusing on my hair or my tie then with with essentially... Failed. Yeah, it was, ha- was, I, was it I
0: think, I think it was ha- Mark Hamill to Harrison Ford.
1: Or, Ma- oh, Ma- or Harrison Ford to Mark Hamill. Sounds more like a Harrison Ford uh, thing. Yeah. You know, and I completely agree, because I, I, I didn't care. Or, you didn't or notice. That's fine, that. that's fine. No. That's fine. Um, I think one thing that I, uh, again, uh, that gave me a lot of love for this film, but could be a, a, a weakness, is I sometimes forget, or I didn't really realise, how much Austin Powers is also parodying... Indiana Jones is it uh, as much as I mean in many ways it's, it's in Bond and this is their Bond isn't it this mm. is their Bond James Bond film um, like there's some characters I'm sure the the, the one woman that, that saw them coming through the fireplace I thought she was going to stand up and go send in the clowns <laughs> oh know, like, that's it, the it was, same actress um, isn't it because no. she's
0: the one that goes alarm
1: yeah, yeah that's what I had in my head yeah, I don't know if, 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 that, the actress, sh- if it's the same actress but if it's not the same
0: actress she's the one she's definitely if it's not the woman who is in James Bond who does the uh, sorry in um, in Austin Powers you know line. I think it's the yeah, same yeah.
1: shall we check really? yeah. maybe that's what struck it but there's a lot of like because she's a lot cause of, um, famously she sounds and I think it might yeah, be from yeah. her uh, let's see. although she I think she might have been in Raiders um, but uh, yeah there's a lot of like henchmen turning dials and like there's a lot of there's a lot of Austin Power to it i think well there's a bit
0: well there's a, in the bit in the castle where the nazis are all like shuffling things around on a board you're like well why are they doing that they're not at war with anyone in 1938 <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> uh, just making some plans um, yeah, yeah i don't
1: know but i but, but basically do you see what i mean like the sort of like cheesy uh silliness uh, of it is uh, yeah, he's he's very Austin Powers. I don't know.
0: No, I yeah, I I suppose, especially with a character like that, it's very easy to be like, well, I think that's the woman from the um, from uh, the, the, the what's the film called? Uh, it's either Thunderball or uh, from Russia. I think it's from
1: Russia with Love. What the woman who says alarm? She's in James Bond.
0: Yeah. Because when she screamed, alarm, like really loudly, <laughs> I was like, I have heard that somewhere before. <laughs> and it's got yeah, to...
1: Yeah, well, it could be. I don't know. But it is... And I would be heavily surprised if uh, if it didn't... It's been, not... You know, sadly, it's not... Yeah, it's certainly not her from uh, Austin Powers.
0: No, it's not. She's... she's, Yeah, she would have been too... She's um, she's only a bit older than... Uh, what's her face? Um... She's about 10 well about 13 years older than um the woman the main character Alice Allison it mm. but the, the that woman who must shout alarm she must be the woman from um it could be from yeah, it could be from but I haven't seen um,
1: either of those, have yeah. you never
0: seen from Russia with Love from Russia with Love is good
1: oh you know uh no not all of it actually I've seen a bunch of it but not all of it
0: yeah they basically cranked it out as quickly as they could um, right yeah but anyway, uh, but, uh, the the, uh, the listeners
1: heard us googling for long enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so you know, I loved it, um, and it was just a lot of fun. Like you say, that the the tank chase and those kind of things are just kind of like they get the blood pumping. You know that Indy won't die, but you can watch a James Bond film and feel tension, even knowing he's definitely not going to die in that scene or that scene. You know. Um, but I thought I thought they built it as well because he had people, he had people that he cared about that could die. You yeah. know. Henry uh, Jones could die in this film, yeah, so when he's when he 's been held you 're like well i he probably will survive, but there's no guarantee because this is an Indiana Jones series,
0: yeah, yeah um yeah yeah, yeah, no, there is there is definitely there is when he gets shot you definitely you 're not sure because obviously with it just it could be a dramatic change in indies you know his dad could heroically sacrifice himself showing that he's not just the like the little bookworm or whatever or the academic you know mm. he's actually well, also thought- you know you could say that's where Indy actually gets his heroic nature from is that his dad was actually willing but yeah it's no I'm glad I'm glad his, his dad survived in it to be honest
1: yeah and especially because Walter Donovan shoots his dad and then says well you need to get the grail now and I thought well it's, it's in the end so he'll get the grail but if he gives it to his dad does that mean he's immortal does his mean in his immortal now I mean he drank from the holy grail
0: <laughs> yeah I think the um, or
1: it, hasn't he at least got like another 50 years <laughs> or 100 years or whatever I think the
0: the the um I think perhaps the inference is that the power of the Grail only works inside the, you know, before the the seal, you know, because uh, like, obviously everything goes tick the Grail up. can't
1: pass it, but... Yeah, you can pass, the... but
0: you'll be mortal again. Yeah. Interesting. But they don't explain it, because obviously he's got older in... But then he's older in... The Grail Knight's old, but he's
1: just an old man isn't he he's not um... he's 700 years old rather yeah. than 70 yeah. Uh, yeah who can Who? Yeah. C- I, I did think is he just immortal now because it, it could have done with a bit of a, a debrief at the end just to tell me by the way he's not <laughs> is, that gonna, is that your burning burning problem for you <laughs> yeah well, no. I want to watch uh, fucking Crystal Skull
0: now to find out it does not address that one bit <laughs> one thing that these films never really do they might bring characters back from other films but they never really address other films like like she, I mean, they literally have a bit, do in the the, uh, the catacombs in Venice where she's uh, where she's like, oh look, and it's the the uh, the it's the um, it's the outline of <laughs> the the, arc. Lock, the Ark of the Covenant <laughs> isn't it? And he's like, it's not yeah. that, or it's, he says <laughs> he says something rate like flippant, but he's not like, yeah, no, yeah, I found yeah, yeah. that. I'd be like, yeah, I, yeah, you know that, I found that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing I did. that would be what I'd be like, <laughs> but he's like. He plays it cold, and he? he's trying to impress. Yeah, him, well, it's it's all the mileage he's got on the clock, isn't it? Yeah, he's well weary. Um, right, because we're running over a bit now. So, Sam, what was your favourite scene of this film? Let's do favourite scene, favourite line, favourite. I had shot. two, so I'll give
1: you one, okay. and then if uh, if you don't choose the so. The one I think you'll choose... Uh, I'll leave second okay. uh, and I'll give you my... other I think, and you've mentioned it already, I think ultimately the emotional centre of this film is the father-son relationship. If Raiders of the Lost Ark is all about the discussion of what makes something valuable just because it's been underground for so long and why do we fight over it mm. uh, and you know all that stuff with Saul Belloc what is this film about? Well, it's not about that anymore. Now it seems to be, or at least a big part of it seems to be about Indy's psychological uh, development. And it's spelled out in that great scene where he sat down with his father, finally, you know, and he says, you know, last time we sat down, like this, I had a milkshake. Mm. He doesn't have to say it was the X and were years ago. That's a great bit of exposition. And then and then his father sort of finally snaps and says I was a great father you know I I never told you when to go to bed I never told you um, to do this or do that because Mm. I respected your privacy Mm. and I taught you self-reliance and I thought that's great and especially as, uh, as a parent there is that constant question of do I always want to do the what's going to make you you always want to do what's going to make your child happiest in that moment or what's going to be best for them in the future and I I, I wouldn't I worry that when my child's old enough to go through certain experiences am I going to be strong enough to do what's right rather than what feels right in that moment mm. you know of just you have the discipline uh, just,
0: to be disciplined
1: disciplined. yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and teach her resilience and all that sort of stuff yeah. uh, and yeah. and do you teach resilience just by being absolutely awful to them or do you do it in a more mature grown-up way now uh, yeah. so, that so how's, her, how's her greek going <laughs> uh, it's in not greek. as good as her latin <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: i love that bit in greek and you know something yeah, yeah. i do like is at that scene, you never see uh, Sean Connery's
1: face, do you? Yeah. You just hear his well, voice. I well, I watched... Just before we started recording, I watched the trailer to the film just to see oh, what yeah. they gave away. And obviously, they're never going to hide that it's Sean Connery, but yeah. he's just in so much of the trailer. Really? And it's a sort of nice reveal that it's Sean Connery. You, you glimpse a, a picture of him that's sort of low-res enough that you could be like, oh, is that Sean Connery? You hear his voice. Obviously, he's one of the biggest you know movie stars on the planet at the time, so it's, yeah. you're not fooling anybody if you hear yeah. a second of his voice, but... If you're going to reveal him an hour into the film, you might as well not put so much of him in the trailer. Do you think he's better in this than he was in The
0: Hunt for Red October?
1: Yeah, but I'm just a bit mad about Hunt for Red October, so... he was he was he was good in that, but yeah, I loved him more in this. He was yeah. much more charismatic in this, I thought. It's a more
0: it's a more serious film though, isn't it? The Hunt for Red October. Mm. You know. Yeah. This is like a film that's serious about how fun it is, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, my favourite scene was because it's because it's Indiana Jones, I have to say, my favourite scene was probably um was probably the tank. Yeah, that that's just it's just fun, isn't it? Like you've got all the different elements, you know, of that fight. You've got all the different stages of it. You know, it's it's well choreographed. It's it's um, like you said, you've got like it's quite violent I must admit and like a guy, the guy gets shot in really... the head accidentally yeah <laughs> some just... of
1: it does get a bit kind of it's a PG this so I was uh, I sat down to PG. watch with my daughter at one point um, it's, not, it's not a PG then... this film it's at least a 12 a guy gets shot it in would the would face be, no. it would definitely this be a at least shot in the show, head yeah, by accident. there's a lot more it's often powers violence but it is violence mm. you know um but just in terms of swearing and, and nudity, there's not much of that. No, That's the main no, thing. But yeah, any. I mean, it's clear that Harrison Ford is actually riding a horse through some pretty difficult bits. Not yeah, He's no. obviously not doing all the stunts because that would be irresponsible to have your main star who the film hinges on No, 's got a famous, any real risk. He's got a
0: famous... But he's genuinely going for it. He's got a famous stunt um, man whose name I can't remember annoyingly. Um, mm. He's that famous, I can't remember
1: his name. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I was impressed by how much he's clearly him... Uh, in in close-ups, and it's not just anyway. But yeah, no, that that is a really good scene. It's not actually the scene I'd, I'd gone for. The other choice I had was the the final three challenges. You know, the Vic Armstrong. The, uh, Sorry, Go Vic on. Armstrong. Yeah, um, yeah. The the final three challenges. You know, the penitent man uh, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Of those three challenges, which was your favourite sort of solution? Oh,
0: I've always really liked the um, the Jehovah one.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I only said it was good enough for
0: Jehovah. (laughs) That was the thing. I was
1: almost like what's really funny is from watching Life of Brian when somebody says Jehovah I always think oh are they blaspheming or like <laughs> is that a thing that <laughs> they shouldn't say it. they just say it one thing in that scene though is he obviously stands on the wrong letter mm. and then grasps onto the side to stop himself falling through mm. but those letters are wrong as well so if he's grabbing onto the yeah, side they're falling yeah, through surely yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no logic he gets he away with that
0: ignore the, I mean, those, that, those yeah. other than the first um, ignore the man behind the curtain <laughs> 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 the uh, apart from the first one where he like he ducks and rolls and gets past mm.
1: the um, I mean penitent men don't roll they certainly no, bend I, a knee yeah, <laughs> but I, the roll I, I was I an extra little in the other
0: Jones thing to be honest it's just mm. it doesn't make sense but other than that one like the other 2 duck like they make that that Jehovah one makes sense in its own internal logic, but obviously it shows, like, the shock from underneath, doesn't it? And there's, like, the ones where the letters that he could stand on weren't, like, reinforced or anything. So, like, the fact that he grabs onto other ones that, you know, why could they take... They couldn't take the weight of his foot, but they could take the weight of his arms or whatever. Some
1: sort of mystical uh, booby traps. Yeah, But is the suggestion suggestion? is that
0: no one else has attempted it then since since those three no one got through knights. the penitent man yeah. no one got through the because I know they show that there's like they're sending guards through and they keep getting beheaded and stuff like that yeah that bit's really and
1: maybe some of them were like oh maybe I'll duck oh it's caught my, my knees because the the penitent man rolls as well as <laughs> yeah, duck, duck and roll no, no, the, when the, I went the, to Rome the boxer, and went to the Vatican, all duck and all read those, duck and roll <laughs> yeah
0: when I went to the back and saw all those all those penitent people <laughs> rolling around the place it was like a circus show kneel <laughs> and roll kneel and roll was and yeah roll. weird um so the other favourite scene I liked was, yeah, we kind of mentioned it, you know, you mentioned in your scene the, um, not the not the line you liked. I've, I've already, I mentioned earlier a bit at the start of the podcast where he's, you know, the, they're having that dad, son, dad conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, so favourite line then, Sam?
1: Uh, I've got five. Go on. So uh, man. I'll go Do with I'll go me. with uh, I'll, go, I'll go with my absolute number one. Go on, uh, which is of course they're on the zeppelin, He <laughs> throws the Nazi off. Everyone's looking around, no ticket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're all just scrambling yeah. for their tickets. Yeah, Wonderful, yeah, everyone, just the wit and the and that's the silly ca- like silly comic cartoonish no like great so, <laughs> It's know. a great line, isn't it? Wonderful.
0: Yeah, Wonderful. it's very funny. Um, I put. Uh, Nazis, I hate these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: on my list as well. Because it's a, it's a, it's a nod to a previous film without having to rub your face in it. I love, um, how, you know, how did you know? She, how did you know she was going to double cross me? She talks in her sleep. <laughs> yeah. just, again, yeah. just exposition. That's just, good. just I,
0: make a make a joke of it. It's I, great. I don't have the uh, the full quote, but I like the bit. Is it when um, when he when he gets you know when he gets his umbrella and he. Chases the birds to fight. The <laughs> yeah. And then he just goes, I, sh- I just I just remembered my Charlemagne and he started <laughs> yeah. talking about the birds in the sky and all that. Yeah. So I thought yeah. that was I really enjoyed that that's, that's that was particular lovely. one.
1: So cool what a cool thing to do. Yeah. Um I also oh, that's liked... it, yes. I suddenly remembered my Charlemagne.
0: Let my armies be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. There you go.
1: Yeah. And it's, and, and in, in his voice is, is pretty pretty yeah. cool voice. He to can, have. Well he could read the phone book, couldn't he? <laughs> yeah. I also there's a great use of silence, like for a split second really. Uh, in the melee of uh, the Holy Grail and it's all the floor's cracking and yeah. and Elsa's fallen through and all this sort of stuff and Indy's reaching for it and it just there's all that and it's just silent for maybe a second or less when his dad says Indiana it really cuts through because obviously he's been called Junior. Junior oh, this whole time. He yeah, yeah. doesn't call him Indiana. Let it go. Yeah. Just really, like for once, for the first time, he's actually paternal and, and loving, and and so on. It's it's yeah, uh, yeah. It sent a chiver down my spine. Yeah, it's like yeah, cause him, and, yeah, cause
0: her, uh, uh, Indy and Schneider both have the same. They both have that kind of same madness, don't they? For the Grail yeah. at the same time to yeah, try yeah. and cat, I know, mean, they should use their is. foot.
1: At least stick your, foot. <laughs> your leg is much longer. <laughs> Just like you could get your foot between the bottom of the cup and the like. Put you know, one the foot on of top it, of they, the. Like, catch, no, no, just catch like, the grail between both a, your feet,
0: sort of thing. Kick it up with your toe. Yeah, but you wouldn't... Know, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's better that than not at all.
0: What, what I don't get is, why didn't he, like... Or oh, he could have even used his bullwhip.
1: Uh, he, yeah. he could have, yeah. like, stood at the side and, and just, gone... It, and it probably wrapped I around and he could have yanked it up. What they did that helped was that they'd, like... They'd uh, kind of arch that part of the floor so that the person who's holding on to them, all they can do is hold on. They're not, like able to get any sort of leverage I suppose
0: although it's a little bit stupid because Indiana kind of has the same craziness that she has that she's like oh I must get this valuable artifact this famous Mm. piece of cutlery essentially (laughs) (laughs) but he can't remove it (laughs) he's literally he literally will die if he removes it he will get the floor will break up and he'll, (laughs) he'll die in a he'll die like a dickhead um so yeah, there you go. Favorite mm. shot then, Sam?
1: Again, a, a good few. Uh, it's really hard to choose actually. So there's so many great shots. Uh, I'll go with. Um, I'll tell you what. From from what I said before about the the leap of faith scene, mm. when the camera just cranes a little bit to show yeah, the, the perspective yeah, of the yeah, bridge yeah. is. Uh, oh, cool. you go! Oh wow, that's really good. Yeah,
0: yeah. Although I think you, I think you'd be able to see that if the lighting conditions were right. Also, if you were walking, so if you're Surely the perspective of that bridge, how it works, is it would only ever work going towards that way because obviously the other way the lines are all painted for that other side of the wall, aren't they? Or The other side of the cliff. But, but I mean, once you're in there, you're in, so you know you've, you can. You know it's there,
1: don't you? I guess. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's no point. It's well, the illusion doesn't need to work coming back, does it? Does it not? because you've already yeah, got across yeah, it you have, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. only got to I wonder if something like that would actually work in real life I th- well the problem I think is that I think it's a lighting condition. presumably if it's a if it's a chasm yeah. the, close, the part that's closest to you should be black they should paint that black and I don't know if it was painted black if you see what I mean not sure not sure but uh, it, I mean, tri- it worked in the film. Maybe. Yeah, it works in the film. To, I'd, love, I'd love to see a Mythbusters kind of like look at, could you do it? Because you do see those perspective uh, artists who do mm-hmm. that, you know, mm-hmm. they make like a, a, a pavement look like it's going falling into hell or something yeah, like that. And it's pretty yeah, convincing yeah. from a very specific angle. Yeah. And obviously in the film... You're forced into a very specific yeah, yeah angle on it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I ball. I think it. with that I bit, it. I would
0: have liked to him to have figured that it was there was a bridge out, and rather than just he literally does take the leap of faith. I would have liked isn't
1: like, that better though that he's like oh this this needs me to make a leap of faith so I'm gonna do it and then I don't you mean like his ingenuity should maybe more scientifically yeah, work out etc. Yeah. But it's much more fun for the reveal. I'm gonna guess your favorite shot. Go on, Lind. I think it's the final shot of them. Riding off into the sunset. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, <laughs> oh, good yes. guess.
0: It was. It was almost. It was almost because it's kind of famous. Was um, the Nazi tank commander guy um, as he falls off the edge of the cliff, <laughs> and, he's like, ah, and he's like face <laughs> comes screaming towards I, I the did, camera. I I, almost yeah, that's picked good. that.
1: And then the model usage. You know the model. Ta- the model tank, and then the, there's a little like little figure just falls out of the tank and gets crunch crushed. And like that is. Yeah, fantastic model work. Yeah, and
0: um, and obviously the the shot of um, that guy whose name I keep forgetting annoyingly Walter <laughs> uh, Donovan. Yeah, Donovan when he drinks the water and yeah. his face and he melts his face melts. That's that's um, that's some old school like.
1: They, d- they did the same thing, didn't they, in Raiders, where they melted the faces of the yeah. Nazis, except his ages and de- yeah. decays and so on. And I thought that's, again, you could argue that it is rehashing, but actually it's... It's, it's a little it's, different, it's, isn't, isn't
0: it? Valid. It's scary as shit, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? And she's holding on to him and she's screaming. Sh-
1: she gets a good it's, scream out on of that, doesn't she? It's really terrifying. She was yeah, had, had a the sore throat down. by the end of that day. Yeah, crikey. Um, I really loved the shot of uh, the Joneses on the motorbike um, uh, driving along, and he offs a couple of Nazis in cars. This is when they're deciding whether to go to Berlin or Venice, and he's like really happy and, ex- and like proud of himself, and he looks at his dad, who's kind of sort of bored... Or unimpressed It's yeah. like I've just I've just saved our life and killed something he's like nope, no sir, no junior that's you know that was a great I mean he might still have shot. a dim
0: view on killing
1: <laughs> yeah well that's it you know even though it's and you know, I think... and, I th- and I think I'll, I'll go for one more and also the uh, the hat rolling back into, into frame because his hat fell off on the tank and it's going over the edge of the cliff and I thought oh. I mean he's, he's risked his life for this hat it's, surely he's going to save his hat and he's still hatless and then the hat just just blows back into into frame, and he's like, "Oh, that's nice." <laughs> yeah, <Great shot.
0: laughs> the hat always somehow gets back to him. It's got it's like yeah. a magnet. It's like a boomerang.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, right. Okay. So, Sam, that was all of the things that we were going to talk about in this section of the podcast. Um, Excellent. We're going to have a quick break after the break. We're going to get the critics' your response, the quiz, and see what we're going to do next week. Okay. Good. See you after the break. Welcome back to the third and final part of Please Watch This, movie podcast with me, Hugh Dempsey, and my friend Sam Blakely. So, Sam. Hello. 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 So, what we're going to oh. do now is we're going to talk about some critical responses.
1: No. Now,
0: we've got, uh, it's a film made in 1989. Who do you think we're going to go with First.
1: Gene Siskel, or maybe Roger Ebert.
0: Roger Ebert. You're right, we've gone with old Roger Rog. So This is Rod, So this is an extract of what Rog thought about um, Ra-
1: uh, the Last Crusade. I keep wanting to call it Raiders of the <laughs> I don't Raiders know why it's Ark. so hard to remember yeah. the films in the right order, the, the right yeah. wording of the names. It's, it should be simple, but it's... let call it one, two, and three. Yeah. 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 Well, annoyingly,
0: the so uh, the second and third one are actually called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the... Uh, Indiana yeah. Jones and uh, the Temple of Doom and Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where the first one's actually called Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's the film is itself, it's not actually called Indiana Jones. I think mm. it's kind of been. If you go and on the buy DVD, the DVD it's, now, called, it? it's yeah. called Raiders of the yeah. Lost Ark. And I think Indiana Jones' name is like underneath it. But then right. they named it Indiana Jones after. So anyway so what this is what he uh, this is what he says Spielberg defines his several elaborate set pieces of which I especially like the rat infested catacombs and sewers so beneath Venice I tried not I tried not to remember that Venice by definition has no catacombs
1: <laughs> If there yeah, is that <laughs> If there is just a shade of disappointment after I can't s- believe I yeah. I've been to Venice <laughs> and that did I, <laughs> <laughs> It's, you don't even realise, do you? And it just—he it just comes as part of a
0: manhole. It's like, oh yeah, that's Venice, yeah, alright. I mean, right. I'm guessing Venice, Ven- Venice, Venice, oh, yeah, has Venice, yeah.
1: some form of sewage system. You'd hope so. but I mean, not catacombs.
0: Yeah, I mean, so. could you, you could you could dig into the ground still? I imagine, though, couldn't you? Yeah. I mean, that's how they um, made the. I mean, that's how they made the buildings, wasn't it? They put a lot of trees into the water. Right. And, uh pack, you pack it you pack it so tightly you can mix a surface and then it um the wood petrified over many years. That's why but the, it
1: was pretty was yeah. pretty scary. <laughs> 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 um,
0: rats. If there is just a shade of disappointment after seeing this movie, it has to be because we will never again have the shock of the of this material seeming new. Raiders of the Lost Ark now more than ever seems a turning point in the cinema of escapist entertainment, and there was really no way Spielberg could make it anew all over again. What he has done is to take many of the same elements and apply all of his craft and sense of fun to make them work, yet once again. And they do. That's what you say. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What How That's many? What do you think, what, what rating do you think he gave it, Sam? Uh,
1: that sounds... Uh, I'm going to go three and a half stars out he of four. He did give it three and a half
0: stars out of four. Ooh, yes, he liked
1: good. it.
0: He just maybe thought... I think maybe his yeah, his disappointment's almost mm. just with life. <laughs> it's like he's done something so fresh and original he was he was never going to be able to do something so fresh and original again. And that's a shame. And I'm, I'm it's with just him jaded. On that. Uh, so I have here another uh, review from Peter Travers in Rolling Stone.
1: Who's Ooh, maybe, it must um, be his tenth appearance on the show. Something like that. Um, I think he's a bit more beaming
0: about this film. He says Casting oh, good. Sean Connery as the dear old wussy of a dad was better than clever. I'd call it inspiration. Since Doctor No in nineteen sixty two, when he uttered the immortal intro, the name is Bond, James Bond. Connery, now fifty eight, has been movie star virility incarnate. Here in his scholar tweeds with a undisguised horror of creepy crawly things, of which the movie boasts legions, and armed only with an umbrella and a fountain pen, Connery plays gloriously against type. Just watch him bungle an air escape by shooting off the tail of his own plane. It's a knockout performance, brimming with over-zest and tangy humour. So, Very good. Yeah, yeah I think it. he really enjoyed the fact that Sean Connery wasn't playing, you know... James Bond essentially. Yeah. Anyway, Sam, the only critic that we really care about, as we always say on this film, is and though the only opinion that means anything of anything to me mm-hmm. is your opinion. So how many Hindenburg's out of ten would you give this film? Uh, I'll go with a nine. Ooh, a nine what did you give Raiders? I'll have can you remember?
1: I can't remember. You can't remember I, you it was know, a nine I... or a ten though, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I I think in my letterbox thing I've given it five out of five. It it was in that area nine to ten. Right, I'm not sure. Let, let's have I'm this conversation
0: sure. then. Which film's better?
1: Uh, it, it's sorry to be boring, but it's such a hard question because, it, I'll say, God, I'll say Raiders. You think Raiders? I think I think I prefer Raiders. I think, yeah, uh, yeah. But that was the first Indiana Jones film I saw. Where I really kind of and I, and I therefore understood it and so on. Yeah, there is. This is probably hindered by the rehashing element, even though that doesn't ruin it.
0: Yeah, I think it's Raiders, but only by an edge. You know, by a nose. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think Raiders. the obviously like like Ebert suggests. You know, you can't it. You can't make it fresh and exciting, and the first time you've seen this material. Do you know what I mean? all this mm. kind of premise, because you know it's one of those. It is one of those things. It's like you can make something like it, but you can never maybe capture the true genius of it again. You can. Yeah. You can only kind yeah. of rehash it, and you know, like you said, they rehashed it wonderfully. You know. Um, yeah.
1: It's about as good as you could rehash.
0: And I feel like. I think the setting for Raiders is a little bit better. You know, with it being in, like, Egyptian, and I feel mm. like the sense of... Because that film doesn't really bounce around different countries, does it, too much? It pretty mm, much all set in the Middle East, isn't it, if memory serves me correct? Um, or in or in Egypt, should I say. Where with this, they spend a lot of time in different... You know, there's, like... In, in that, there's a sense of real searching for something, where this, they kind of... They're, like, they've got a, they've got um they find the they find that tab the only real like real looking they do is when they find that tablet isn't it and mm. then after that it's just trying to get henry jones and find and use his notebook to be able to find where the um you know where the cavern is to get to it yeah, and i, I think true. a little bit as well because they make out, like, they find where the Grail's kept, but as soon as they came to the place where the Grail's kept, I knew instantly what that place was. It wasn't, like, a right. secret hiding place. It was like, oh, that's Petra in Jordan. Yeah, in Jordan, yeah. yeah it's a famous... Quite well-known... Uh, yeah, well, I've seen Carl Pilkington visit it. <laughs> yeah, 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 did that take it? Where, at least with raiders, you know that they're in and around the pyramids. They don't... Pre- Even though they find, like, a chamber, don't they? But they don't pretend that... The, the pyramids are something different if that makes sense yeah um, yeah yeah And but I really I mean I really do love this film I can't it is mm. a 10 for me to be honest they're both as good as each other mm. but just in different ways
1: yeah it feels churlish to see which one's better but it, there, there's a conversation to be had there and turns out they're both excellent films I
0: think isn't it the first one they're in they're in uh, the Himalayas at one point are they in Nepal where they have the fight in the bar and he meets Marion yes, again for the first time right, in a few yeah. years. Yeah,
1: yeah. but, that really yeah, but this, this, one, this one traverses three continents, doesn't I'm it?
0: I'm now interested to see how much attention you pay to this film, Sam. Ooh, so I am out. going to quiz you. Uh, there are varying degrees of difficulty, so you're probably, mm-hmm. you might get them. Uh, right or wrong? Uh, <laughs> this is a stupid question, but I'll ease you into this one. Um... <laughs> what artifact are they looking for in this film Sam
1: the, the holy crayon they are indeed, yes. <laughs> that's very kind of you very well done well done uh, <laughs> I really had to question man. Uh, sometimes Colby, you, you throw an easy one you know you, Yeah. you, you yeah, know yeah.
0: there's a teacher sometimes you gotta ask the really easy
1: questions Absolutely, to see yeah. if they well you know. I'm, I've been marking a lot of mock papers which means fucking I should have asked more <laughs> obviously do you just to check it's do you know how to that's, read that's practically <laughs> a
0: trick question yeah yeah uh, This is a bit more difficult. Where did the statues come from in the Venice Library? She, the, um, Schneider says, you know, there's two big statues next to the, I think it's got the markings on it. Where'd they come from, Sam? Oh. She says a specific place, but I'll give you the points. I'll give you the points if you can, if you give me one of the names that it's known as.
1: Oh, right. Okay. So it's, I mean, I don't know is the answer. Obviously, Alexandretta comes up later. That's not it. Yeah. can you tell me what continent they're on? No. <laughs> right. It's a pretty famous city. It's a city. I'll tell you that much. It's a city, right. So Bethlehem. But that's <laughs> not a city. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't... Uh, they're talking I'll, about I'll,
0: crusaders, people going places. Not This technically isn't in the Middle East, but it, it, famously there, there was a crusade, and they went here instead of going to the Holy Land. They shouldn't. Have, they were gonna go here, and then they got involved in some
1: local politics, and they ended up sacking the place. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is it often known as the sacking of this place? Uh, yeah,
0: actually, yeah, yeah, it's yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's not. A no, I can't tell you. Have to tell me. She says
0: it. So the big statues next to the Grail things or the
1: knights, uh, they're from Byzantium. They say she says it. She yeah. says Byzantium. Annoyingly, that's what I had, and I thought, oh, "Is that a city or is that a, a period?" Um, yeah, fair enough. So yeah. the Byzant- so there's, yeah, there is a
0: there was the Byzantine Empire the, or whatever. Isn't yeah, it? Well, well they didn't call it that. We've called it that as a historical right. de- device just to make it so we can date a certain period of time
1: in uh, the Middle <laughs> East. I'm annoyed, of, I'm annoyed at myself. I should have just should have just gone with my gut there.
0: Yep. So, and then the next question is: What is the city? What is the name of the city uh, the Grail is located near? And I want the the name that it's given in the film. It gives it both names to be fair in the film. Oh, I want, it does. But I want yeah, the other so one.
1: that's the Alexandretta, isn't it? Yeah. So what and do, is what's it, it begins with a C. Begins with an I. The, oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. Isthmus. In yeah. Panama, no. What is I'll give it? you half a uh, mark for
0: saying Alexandretta, because they okay, do say the, they I'll do say the half. that, but it,
1: uh, the, yeah. in
0: the film, it's known as uh, Iskenderun.
1: Isk- oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Esk- Esk- yeah Esk- Esk- I remember Esk- that Condon. from that the from the subtitles. Yeah.
0: Well, there's a big. Well, the reason I picked it was because there's literally the bit when um, Salar picks up um, Marcus and they're uh, stood next to a big sign saying es- Eskindon Esk- <laughs> at yeah. the uh, the train station. So I thought right. <laughs> I know how you like to read things. So it's always <laughs> I do. That, that makes sound like I don't read, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know how
1: you like reading. You like what you reading, you're reading for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I I know you like always know.
0: kind of pick those things up so I thought you might pick that one up. Yeah, um like speaking them. of Marcus, where did Marcus once get lost
1: <laughs> in his own museum? He did, indeed. <laughs> I love the I love the cut to him when he's like he Does anyone speak English? Twelve languages. <laughs> speaks twelve languages. Knows every local custom. He'll be gone. He'll disappear. If, with any luck, he already has the grill. Oh, excuse me, good sir. No, no, thank you. I don't need You know, he's just responding to everyone in the bazaar. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, It's funny. Oh, it's very it? terribly hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good scenes. It's good it's blending it's, and disappear. It's it's, uh, it's very funny. Uh, and <laughs> then, such a good uh, such a good poker face it. And yeah, then sorry,
0: see, I think I think you'll have picked up on this. This is more of a production question. Uh, Which British comedian makes a cameo as the Sultan?
1: Alexi Sale. Ah, you knew, you noticed. I wasn't sure if you'd noticed. What was funny was when I was watching it I was like, oh, is that Alexi Sale? And then, because I didn't realise this was from 89 I thought it was early 80s I then went no he's he's, he's not old enough for that because he was in Young Ones and I thought wait the Young Ones was the 80s like I just completely <laughs> got it warped in my head I think for some reason I thought this film was made in the 30s or something like that but, a good and then I saw his way. name in the credits and I was like yeah it was Alexis. it Sermon. is a funny little
0: scene isn't it where he's like he's like more impressed by the, uh, the car <laughs> yeah. yeah he knows yeah, yeah, all yeah. The, like the stats <laughs> to the car yeah that bit is good These 12 cylinders <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's good casting as well it did tip me out yeah. a bit because you know I was, it was like oh it's you know maybe he's gonna start singing about Dr Martins and yeah, uh, giving know. out about Thatcher <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um I mean, at least they cast someone who has a vaguely sort of Middle Eastern looking disposition. There,
1: I mean, he's certainly more fitting than, say, again the incongruous Welshman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just
0: lived there a long time, and his accent. Like, he's like, I'm from the valleys of the of the kings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well tanned. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that
0: was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. I'm delighted that you liked it. Um, same. I'm glad that we did all three of those films. We'll never mm. do Kingdom, uh, Kingdom of the Crystal school You can go and watch it yourself yeah. and report back maybe to the podcast maybe. and tell us why it's so sh- why you so hated it or why it was so bad. It just doesn't work. I think you know what the, you know what the problem with that film is. They they put in too much CGI and the thing right. with a lot of Indiana Jones of it was a lot of it was practical effects yeah, yeah, and yeah. it was a lot more grounded because of that and they kind I've of heard
1: of him like swinging through the leaves and the, tr- the vines and that was, yeah. <sighs> yeah yeah just no, well I might watch it one day
0: yeah yeah right so Sam I've got a question for you what film are we going to be mm. doing next week lad
1: well Hugh I gave you um, I gave you a choice before we recorded and you've gone with one of my favourite films from 2013, Stoker. Oh. What do you know about Stoker?
0: Oh, I've heard you talk about it, but well, I've slept since then. Um, mm. I don't know a great deal about it. No, no, I don't even right. know. It Is, Luke he- Is it Luke Evans? Nope. I don't even know who's in it. There you go.
1: Uh, so Yeah, so I want to just keep a lot of it as a surprise. Oh. A few surprising things. It was written by Wentworth Miller, the, uh, oh, that, the blue-eyed, I don't, blue-eyed lovely from Prisonbury. I don't know
0: if that's a good or a bad thing.
1: I was surprised by it. Uh, it. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like a film that was written by just a good-looking actor. But apparently, he's got a brain in him as well. Uh, directed by Park Chan-Wook, of course, who did Old Boy. Uh, d- just, uh, but it's not like Old Boy. But it, you yeah. know, it, it, it's not not like Old Boy. I, I just want you to go in blind as okay. much as you can uh, with that. Because well, any, any, you know, if you watch a trailer, it'll already give you a sense of things. And actually, I want that to be no. So, yeah, I will literally watch unblind. nothing
0: but the film.
1: Yeah, that's good, that's good. I mean, I'll watch other stuff
0: between now and then, obviously, but... Why? um, I'm off. I'm not not at work tomorrow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fair enough, then. Um, Well, I mean, if the listener wants to get in touch and tell us their thoughts on Stoker, uh, their comparison of Raiders, Temple of Doom and Last Crusade, how could they do it, Hugh? um, They can email us. That's the thing we have, yeah. What, but it's 1930s... Uh, Venice what, they can't email us
0: oh oh are we doing that bit okay yeah. uh, so what they need to do is they need to get their own podcast and get their own email <laughs> right yeah and then they can email us yeah. from yeah. that email address yeah that would be uh, at pl- and we ours is called please watch this at uh, dot pod at gmail dot com so yeah right I good mean, Good. Yeah, well, you make your own email. look. I'm not playing the game anymore, Sam, no. After <laughs> two and a half years, no, fuck them.
1: <laughs> Figure it out.
0: <laughs> Google it, go on our Twitter page. What's, what's our Twitter page,
1: Sam? Uh, please watch board, Obviously, yeah. Um, you'll be seeing a bit more of. Uh, you'll be hearing a bit more of my voice on Twitter. I'm going to be uploading. Basically, when I watch a film, I'm going to document it with a one yeah. minute, thirty two minute review of. Yeah, it. you've got. You've uh, got. You've, I'd, I'd welcome you to do the same, Hugh. But you don't have to. You can
0: always do it. Essentially, I'm happy to do it. Um, a, 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 a what is it? A ninety second hot take. I, I like. I just like just an it. easy, just an easy thing. It's just like an it's easy. Like, it's like a Twitter version review, isn't it? Essentially. Yeah, I, I re-watched
1: Kanto again today and just did a little ninety minute. 22nd, I like this film watch it Yeah. Uh, sort of thing well yeah. listener, where can, where listener, can, feel where can free the to, listeners
0: hear that song one more time
1: that's at please watch pod listener feel free to uh, you know do the same for us do, you know record a little audio yeah we'll put it on a show yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know that's great idea, idea. But, you know, we yeah, can, yeah. we
0: could have it as a section at the end of uh, each episode couldn't we love it, About love it. When or we could do Wanna it in I the creaks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I want to know what you think or what you've watched listener yeah well all that remains to be said is we love the listener we can't wait to hear from them yeah see you next time guys see you next time look after yourselves bye (laughs)